Welcome back to the Faulty Clean Podcast, where today we are talking about Sony's big announcement into the new age OLED TV space here at CES. And one of the things that OLED obviously offers is really deep blacks. In this case, no pixels on, very bright colors because of the contrast with the black and each pixel is individually lit. Problem is that the brightness overall across the panel isn't as bright as QLED or some of the other technologies that are out when it comes to TV. Sony has now released the Bravia XR A95K, which is QD OLED panel, which stands for quantum dot OLED or organic light emitting diode panel, and also has the XR Triluminous Max technology in it, which allows it to get even brighter when pairing the two technologies. So this just got announced at CES. It is a smart TV, obviously comes with Google TV and it is their new flagship for the year, although not available just yet for purchase. There's a few different aspects of this TV that just changed the game a little bit more than previous OLEDs or previous TVs in general. And I'm going to run through the highlights really quick just so you get an idea of what's involved with this TV and why it's such a significant difference. Now, first, it is an intelligent TV processing technology with cognitive processing XR that delivers natural and realistic picture quality. Cognitive processor XR allows it for to determine what images are on the screen and optimize it based on the content that you're watching using AI or artificial intelligence. Basically reads it, figures out what it is and displays it the best possible way it can. It's the next item here is see more and brighter colors than ever with the new QD OLED panel and XR Triluminous Max. Immersive depth and realism with lifelike brightness enhanced by XR OLED and Contrast Pro. Google TV with Google Assistant organizes your content all in one place stream from your Apple device with AirPlay 2 support. Enjoy high quality 4K UHD quality movies included with the Bravia Core app. That is their app that allows you to watch Sony movies. Experience immersive cinematic content with support for Dolby Vision, IMAX Enhanced, and Netflix Adaptive Calibrated Mode. I'll touch on that here in a bit. Get the advantage in high performance gaming with 4K 120 variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode, as specified with HDMI 2.1. Hear the immersive audio with dual actuators that vibrate to produce sound from the entire screen and dual subwoofers for powerful bass plus support for Dolby Atmos. See blur-free picture quality in fast-moving sports and movies powered by XOLED motion technology. Bring back lost texture and detail and see your content upscale to 4K resolution with XR 4K upscaling, unique dual style stand offering a versatile TV placement, front position for immersive viewing and back position setting the TV closer to the wall. With the included Bravia cam, video chat on the big screen and allow Ambient Optimization Pro to automatically adjust picture and sound according to your room environment. Redesigned premium compact backlit remote with metallic finish and finder function to easily find if misplaced, which we all do. We all lose the remote and we're searching around trying to figure out how to change the channel when we're watching sports or something else that's taking place at the time. And there's also take your gaming to the next level with input lag as low as 8.5 milliseconds and Bravia XR exclusive features for the PlayStation 5. Obviously this is a Sony TV, so they're gonna optimize it for the PlayStation 5 and the experience of the PlayStation 5 as well. So jumping right into the TV itself, I think as a processor is probably the big thing. Processor allows you to 
determine what images or video in this case comes across the screen and display it the best possible way it can. Now they use that from a number of different ways. One of which is a lot of technology used in filming is Sony or Sony bodies when it comes to broadcast, which helps them develop the best TVs possible. Now these produce content the way that humans see in here for a lifelike experience. It says it understands how the human eye focuses cross analyzing images to give real life depth, extraordinary contest and beautiful vivid colors. Now, Sony's always had one of the best processors in the game when it comes to TVs and the same goes with cameras. They lead the way with innovation when it comes to processing and processing power, but also what is required for producing the best quality image. And now they're putting it in their TV, which is taking it to the next level with super vibrant colors and brightness and HDR support. So pairing the QD OLED panel with the XR OLED Contrast Pro, the TV boosts color brightness by 200% compared to conventional TVs. Now we don't know exactly what conventional TVs is and means in this case. We don't know if that's a standard LED TV. We don't know if that's QLED. We don't know if that's OLED. So that a little bit of a gray area mentioned here, but it does say bring scenes alive, pure blacks and our brightest colors. Powered by Cognitive Processor XR, it enhances picture the same way as our eyes focus so you won't miss a single detail in the dazzling light or deep shadow. So they have a few images here on their website since this is already live on the website and it basically just shows how contrast is provided from the blacks to the lights and the detail that's invited within the TV. Our acoustic surface audio plus uses special actuators to turn the screen into a multi-channel speaker. You hear the sound that precisely matches what's on screen with pictures and sound in total harmony for a truly immersive experience. I think that's one of the coolest things about the Sony TVs is that it uses the screen as the speaker. It doesn't have down firing speakers or back firing speakers, things that were typically replaced with a soundboard or a sound system, regardless of where it is. If it's in your office, if it's in the living room, in your bedroom, we typically replace it with something that's better. The acoustic surface audio, I think is one of those innovations that allows for you to feel like you're there because it's coming from, it's coming directly from the source that you're watching. So it's forward facing, it's hitting you right where you want to hear it. Uh, it has two subwoofers and two mid ranges, which provide a real experience of watching TV or watching sports or watching whatever you're watching. And I think that's the difference between Sony, what Sony is doing and LG. I personally own an LG OLED that I bought years ago because I needed it to create content to see HDR and to see exactly what it's looking like before delivering it. So that was the reason I got an OLED at the time. With this new audio feature, or I should say audio technology, it provides such a different view of how you would see something on a TV and experience it. And that's what Sony is about in this TV. It's about the experience that you can see and feel and hear versus just watching something on TV. So here it talks about the Bravia cam. It recognizes where you're sitting, optimizes the picture and sound accordingly. And there's also gesture controls, video chat and other fun features that are going to be announced at a later date with new firmware updates. Now, I think this is kind of cool just because it allows for the picture and sound to adjust based on where it sees or or detects someone sitting. I think, you know, we, we get in the habit of sitting in the same place when we're watching TV in our living room. And when there's a certain spot that we like and if there's people over, then we have multiple people and, you know, we always need to turn it up and that kind of thing. This allows for it to detect where you're sitting and optimize it based on that, the sound based on that or the picture based on that. I don't know how much of it is going to be more of an experience feature or it's just an add-on to get them to get you to buy the Sony over the supposed Samsung QD OLED panels that are going to be coming 
at a later date. It does have two styles in which you can display the TV. There's a front position style where the mount is actually behind the TV. And then there's a back position style where it allows you to push the screen all the way back against the wall to get that depth that you're looking for and place other objects on maybe a countertop or whatever you're using to hold the TV up. I think that it's cool. I think I like the other style better where it had the folding feet and you can have three different positions within the folding style to put it up, to have it seamless on the table and so on and so forth. I think that was pretty cool. So, and this one is more of a full flat base, kind of like the older TVs back in the day. I and some of the LG TVs or it's a full base wheel goes across the length of the TV versus being just kind of the arm style where it has two contact points, one far left, one far right that hold the TV up. Just wanted to mention that. So this does have XR motion and that is the ability to combat blur by detecting and cross analyzing key elements on successive frames and it creates and inserts extra frames between the original ones so you can enjoy smooth and clear action even in fast moving sequences. And they use this similar from the camera world. It uses basically interpolation to determine what the frame in between would be. So you get a smooth image or a video versus getting choppy images since it is shot in an image style, right? You're looking at 24 frames a second, 30 frames a second, 120 frames a second, things like that, where they're actually photos that are stitched together and they're so fast that your eye can't detect that they're actually images. So this uses interpolation to add additional images in between. So you can't discern whether or not the content is off or it's fast moving and you're getting motion blur or choppiness. One of the best examples is if you're watching football, and we're watching football and they throw, especially college, and they throw the football across the field or especially down the field. And you see the white, it has white markings on the top of the ball. If the ball is thrown, you'll see it kind of looks like it's stuttering as it's flying through the air versus a smooth rotation. That's the easiest way to detect if you get motion blur because the ball spinning at an RPM that's combative to the frame rates of which it is filmed. So that's one of the best ways to tell if you're getting motion blur and how to adjust your TV accordingly and why you don't see a lot of football content featured in the store when you're going to look at TVs and, and things of that nature. So beautiful colors in every way. Watching the TV from the sides has never been so satisfying. It has a self-illuminating QD OLED panel that keeps it at a constant luminance and colors stay consistent and true at all viewing angles. And one of the best parts is it has less glare and reflection, which is a huge problem with TVs. Glare and reflection makes it hard to see images clearly, especially in dark scenes where depth and detail are often hidden. With extremely low reflectivity of outdoor light, our QD OLED panel reduces this effect for incredible brightness, color, contrast, and almost any lighting condition. Dive into the scene and enjoy immersive viewing without distraction. I think that's important because, you know, typically where we're placing our TVs, you're going to get a lot of glare, especially if there's a window, you know, in the opposite direction of the TV. You're using an OLED panel, they're very glossy and you will see you know, the outside world on TV if you're watching in the daytime. If you're watching at night, obviously it doesn't matter, but that's something nice that they introduce to reduce the, the amount of glare that's available. So this TV also does have 3D surround sound that's upscaled from the content that you're watching. And the XR surround virtually creates surround sound from the sides and vertically using just a TV speaker. So you can experience 3D audio without the need for in ceiling or up firing speakers. And this says the Bravia XR TVs are compatible with Dolby Atmos. Obviously, 
obviously, you know, Dolby Atmos is a big thing right now. Almost all the sound bars are featuring Dolby Atmos, and it is something that does make a difference over the previous sound bars and previous technology. The fact that they can do 3D surround upscaling in the TV itself is actually pretty cool because it allows you to, to see exactly what you want and hear exactly how you want to hear it over the course of, you know, not using the sound bar if you don't have one. And Voice Zoom 2 enhances voices for clearer dialogue. I think that's one of the big problems when you're watching TV, especially if it's on a sound bar. Often don't hear the dialogue, but you hear all the other sounds. And so here for the dialogue to be more clearly heard without turning up the volume, even if speech is difficult to hear. Voice Zoom 2 detects the type of voice, analyzes it and enhances its clarity. So if you're watching news or you're watching, you know, in this case football and you want to hear the commentators, it allows for that voice to come through more clearly than the other sounds that you're hearing, especially the low frequency that you're naturally going to gravitate to or your ears going to gravitate to, even if they're at the exact same level. It also has acoustic center sync, so it allows you to use the Bravia TV as a center channel when you're using a soundbar. And this enables for the sound to precisely match what's on screen action for an immersive experience. So you basically hook it up as a way to detect basically the center channel and then be able to hear it even more clear. So adding on to Bravia Cam, it adjusts the TV brightness also, which I didn't realize at first. It adjusts the brightness so you always get the perfect image quality uh, no matter where you are in the room. And it's a light and color sensor in the TV that optimizes pictures. Uh, to light conditions for the best possible viewing experience. So regardless of how close you are or how far you are, it will adjust the quality and the brightness of the image to better suit your viewing pleasure. So if you're closer, the light is going to be dimmer on the, on the TV. And if you're farther away, it's going to be brighter because obviously you lose brightness as you get further and further away. Naturally, just how light works, obviously. It also has an ideal sound experience from anywhere. In this case, even if you're watching from the sides, it'll adjust the left and right sound balance for optimum acoustics. So wherever you are in the room, it will have the same quality as if you're sitting directly in front of the TV. And I think that is kind of the key of what the Bravia Cam can do. Being able to adjust the sound based on where you're sitting, like I said, we have we have particular areas where we like to sit on a couch, especially if it's an L-shaped couch, right? We have a particular spot we like to naturally gravitate to, and that is what this is really used for. That will optimize the sound based on where you're sitting, especially if you're the only one watching the TV. It'll make it so you hear it just as if you were sitting directly in front of the TV and getting that full immersive experience. Also allows you to hear voices even clearer using the Bravia Cam, so it'll adjust the voice zoom automatically so you can hear the dialogue clear and the volume of the TV also increases when you move further away and decreases as you get closer. That's one of the things I think is a big, a big point is the closer you get to TV, the softer it should get. The further away you get from the TV, the louder it should get. I personally find myself, you know, increasing and decreasing the volume all the time on my TV. And that's not sure because I'm sitting closer or sitting farther. If I'm working out and I have the, the content on the TV itself, or if I'm sitting back and I'm watching a movie and I need something, you know, to be more, more immersed, I need to, you know, increase it. So I think that is pretty cool that it will automatically adjust based on how close or how far away you're sitting from the TV itself. They have a few different aspects of Bravia Cam that I think are really cool that should have been included on TVs a long time ago. One of which is a proximity alert. So if somebody's getting too close, in this case, it says your child gets too close to the TV, it'll send an alert or alert on the screen that they're too close to the TV. One for just kids like to sit really close to the TV just to feel like immersed and feel like they're in the TV or in whatever they're going on TV. But I think the other part is people touching the TV. 
That is one of my biggest pet peeves to see fingerprints on a TV, especially when I go to some of the stores like Best Buy and such, where you see the TV with fingerprints on it. It has a proximity alert. So you hopefully you don't get that or somebody pays attention and tells whoever is as close to the TV to stop before touching the TV. I think that's really important. The other is gesture control. So gesture control allows you to change channels or just volume and use simple gestures without using the remote. So if you want to change volume, you can just basically gesture, you know, increase or decrease volume. If you want to change the channels, you can, you know, obviously gesture to go back, you know, I guess in this case last to go back to the channel that you were viewing, something like that. And it also has auto power saving mode. So if it detects that you're not in front of the TV and you know, obviously it has a degree range of where you would be sitting, it'll automatically dim the front of the TV. So it doesn't have the full brightness and that kind of thing. So you're able to save a little bit of power if you're not directly in front of it. I know for me, you know, I'll be cooking and I'm not directly in front of it. I've been just listening or watching, in my case, watching it or in the reflection of the window. And that for me is kind of the way I'm usually working with the TV if I'm just listening or watching Monday Night Football, something like that. So I think it's pretty cool. Auto power saving mode. And obviously you can turn that off if you don't want it. That is some of the cool features with Bravia Cam. So it obviously has a number of different smart controls. In this case, it allows you to show subscriptions and content that are available to you and curate what would be something that you would want to watch. It also has a special kids profile that helps guide children to age appropriate content. So never watching something that they shouldn't be. Uh, and you can set uh, themes for the kids and also limit how long they watch TV and even set bedtimes. Now, if your kid has this new A95K in their bedroom, you need to buy them something else, buy them something else to, to keep them occupied. Now, if it's a living room, obviously it's a different story, but if they, have, if they have a 55 or 65 inch TV, which are the sides that this TV comes in and they have like the brand new technology, buy them some books or buy them a laptop, buy them something that helps, you know, get them more involved and, and move forward in life versus just, you know, watching content. So it's a little tidbit there, but it also has Google Assistant. So you can actually use Google Assistant to control smart devices throughout your home, adjust room temperature, lighting, and obviously more by just asking Google. So that's kind of cool. You know, a lot of the TVs are including that, but because this is Google TV, obviously it is going to have that directly built in. One of the big things I guess is the smart remote. Uh, I'm not a huge you know, fan or that's not one of the things I pay attention to very often. This remote actually looks pretty good. It does have a backlight, which a lot of TV remotes don't have, but it is designed. It is aluminum. It's recycled aluminum actually. And it looks like it is pretty comfortable. I don't know how, how much that really matters, but it does look fairly nice. We'll say that I guess proud of the remote. It does have a nice feature that allows you to find your remote. So you would just ask the Google assistant to find your remote and it would find it obviously setting off a chime that allows you to go look for it in your case or my case, it'd probably be sitting in the middle of the couch between cushions or something like that. Or if you have kids, they're obviously taking it and playing with it, taking it off to the room or wherever they're taking it. So that's one of the things that is pretty nice. And you can also press the button on the side of the TV to activate your missing remote. So there's two, I guess, fail safe ways of finding your remote in that case. This is easy to wipe, always stays clean, designed with a flush service featuring lower buttons and a special polyurethane coating. It's easy to wipe and keep clean. That's obviously going to be more focused towards the current time of COVID and, and trying to get over that and cleaning devices more often than we used to. So that's kind of the focus there. And it looks like you can control all your smart devices or all devices that are connected to the TV with one remote. So 
whether it's your PS5, your projector, your sound bar, maybe Apple TV, something like that that's connected to the TV. You can control all those devices now with your remote. They have a couple of different options for that. In this case, it is showing all Sony equipment. I'm sure it will trickle down to other manufacturers because of the HDMI eARC certifications and how they apply back and forth to new technology, new content-based uh, hardware. One of the things I do notice with the display is that the bezels are very, very thin. And it actually does say that it has a premium look metal bezel that's extremely narrow. So the fact that it's metal around the TV, I think will obviously last much longer than a plastic or metallic plastic finish, but it also allows for a more immersive feel when there's lower bezels. I know back in the day, you're dealing with LED and just, you know, normal conventional TVs. The bezels were so thick because they needed to house the lighting diodes and to project across the screen. Now OLED and especially Qualcomm dot OLED, you have each individual pixel being lit. So you don't need that backlight anymore. So you don't need the huge bezels. It also has clutter fee all around beauty, which it says, and this is cable holders that should keep wires hidden. So your television stays free of clutter and looks good from the front and back. So actually has cable management within the back of the TV that makes so the cords are gonna come out in a nice fashion and not just stick out all over the place. So obviously what we see, obviously they want to focus on uh, these TVs being mounted, either flush mounted or pushed against a wall. So that's a, a huge need for that. It does have creator calibrated mode, IMAX enhanced, Dolby Vision and Calm and Ready. Now creator calibrated mode is for people who are creating content and want to view what the content looks like true to form. That's something that I would use. People that have Sony cameras, Sony equipment, that is what they would use to see what it looks like and the best way possible. Obviously IMAX, self-explanatory, Dolby Vision, self-explanatory, and Calm and Ready uh, is another type that creators use, especially digital artists um, using like DaVinci Resolve Studio 17, things like that, where you want to look at production edits. That's what Calman is. So just a, a tidbit on that. It does have Netflix adaptive calibrated mode and it says enjoy Netflix content in a spectacular studio quality just as the creator intended. Developed specifically for Netflix content, Netflix adaptive calibrated mode works together with the ambient light optimization feature of Bravia XR TV. Favorite shows by optimizing the picture brightness based on your room lighting conditions. So it's Netflix obviously has a certain look about their content. It's very dark, very contrasty, very immersive content. And that is going to use the calibration of the TV, whether it's a very lit room, a dark room, and keep it consistent based on the lighting conditions. And that's going to use that Bravia cam to use that to, for detection uh, to keep it essentially the same. It also has Bravia core, and that allows it to optimize automatically the picture settings to create in-home movie experience. So something like if you're watching it in the movie theater, it's going to use that same technology to make you feel like you're at the movie theater, regardless of what you're watching. So that is the other feature of the Bravia, the core experience. Now, a quick little rundown of the specs of the TV. It does have HDMI 2.1 port. It does look like it will support all four ports at this point. It's gonna have variable refresh rate, auto low latency mode, game mode, and a number of different things. I think that's a big factor. Obviously every TV coming out now is going to be focused on gaming, whether it's the PS5 base gaming specs or Xbox Series X gaming style. And, and I think that's going to be a big aspect. Now the pricing isn't released just yet, but it does come in a 55 and a 65 inch version right now. Now, is there going to be bigger models? I'm not exactly sure. 
these are the current ones that are listed because those are the most common sizes 55 and 65. And I think one thing to note here is this technology quantum dot OLED is actually a Samsung technology. So they did partner with Samsung, but the processors and the image quality and that kind of thing that's proprietary to Sony. The Sony's focused on the processing side, not on the display side. So we will see other displays come out from Samsung that include the same exact technology in terms of just a pure display. But that doesn't mean that the TVs are going to be the same when comparing the two. There's a lot of proprietary technology that Sony has within their technology portfolio that they input in this TV. So if you're looking for the best quality overall from a 4K OLED and quantum dot type display, I think a 95K is going to be the best option for you. One of the things I would say is I'm looking for if this comes out in a quantum dot OLED, maybe a 77, maybe an 83, something of that nature, but it being 8K instead. I think that would be kind of the the bounds where we need to be pushed to. I think Samsung might have something in the works when it comes to that. They already do sell 8K. LG obviously sells 8K normal monitors or normal TVs, but they also sell 8K OLED, but it only comes in a 77 and it's $20,000. So it's very, very limited to who's gonna be purchasing a $20,000 TV. I don't even know how much TV you would need to watch for that to be worth it unless you just have millions of dollars. But that's kind of the rundown of the Bravia XR A95K OLED TV that's Quantum Dot and OLED. This is the first from CES. So it's already won, I think three awards. And it seems to be like one of the best models. Obviously I knew this was coming out down the pipeline, something I've been waiting for. There's a smaller version that I can use as a desktop monitor. I think that would be super helpful. It doesn't have a brightness rating yet. I would expect it to be, you know, 3000 nits, somewhere in that range, 2000 to 3000 nits of brightness or lumens of brightness versus, you know, something a thousand or 1500, like the current OLEDs are right now. So I'm looking forward to this and seeing what more comes down the pike for either from Sony or from Samsung. So I hope you guys enjoyed this uh, episode of the podcast. If you have any questions, feel free to leave them for me either here, either on blog or on social media. Um, just under faulty clean. And I'm excited to bring you more content during the course of this year. We'll try to post almost every single day that this year has to offer. So if you're interested in more tech and marketing business, and there's a lot more interviews coming along the way as well, excited to share that with you and share the journey 2022 is going to bring me, you and everybody that I know. So until the next episode, I'm so thankful for you to listen and I'm excited for you to hear the new content that's coming up. So until the next time, Stay motivated, stay determined, stay dedicated, and just enjoy it as best as you can.